example, a black crow, you know, if a black crow comes and lands right directly on your car, then I usually know, okay, whatever plans I have going on for that day, they probably won't go according to plan. Or like if I'm about to step out somewhere and I drop something or I make a mess or something like that, I know, okay, so something's about to possibly not go right. And it's not necessarily like a, a huge end of the world type of thing. It's just letting me know like, okay, be flexible, be prepared to mm-hmm. have to switch up a little bit. Um, angel numbers. I have created my own, not created. I've done my own like inner research, I guess you could call it for understanding what the angel numbers mean for me. People say all the time, mm-hmm. like when I look at my angel numbers, there's all these different meanings. I don't know what, what, what they mean for me. Like for example, Angel number 222 specifically means there's a decision that I'm going to have to make coming up soon. I'm not saying that's what it means mm-hmm. for everyone, but over time in my journal, I'll like document, okay, I saw 222 today. What happened today? What does this look like? And over time, I've been able to realize, oh, okay, I saw 222 and then I had to make the decision. Okay, look, still that same nigga. Like I lied, okay. I done grew so damn much, even I don't know who the fuck I am. One of my biggest fears is risking it all and end up in that jam. Keep me in your back pocket, I promise you that bitch won't get down. Where you at? Uh, uh, somewhere at the top. I've been going so hard, my haters sick, I know they mouth dropped. Around my neck and wrist, I got some crystals, this is not a rock. Blew up in my city, they surprised, but I am not shot. Yo, 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 y'all. Welcome back, man. Welcome back to the Words from RJ Podcast. I hope y'all been doing good, taking care of yourself, man. Listen, man, listen. We got a special guest, all right? We got a special guest on the building now. This is, I think, maybe my second female guest on the show, man. I have a lot of, you know, male guests. I was like, man, let's just switch it up. Let's just switch it up. Um, I wanted to get her on the on the show like some months ago, man. We had, you know, she was busy and we finally here, man. Perfect timing, y'all. So she has a bachelor's degree in psychology, right? Um, Her master's degree in social uh, welfare from UCLA in 2021. Right. She has since gone on to obtain a professional certificate certificate. Right. And spiritual healing. All right. I want to introduce to you guys none other than Sigma. Man, Welcome to the podcast. Y'all tell the people who you are and what you do. Thank you. Hey, RJ. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, yes. My name is Sigma. Um, I am most known for like my TikTok videos, Instagram and now becoming more on YouTube. Um, I'm a social worker. I'm, I work in the foster care system um, mm-hmm. right now, and I'm eventually going to transition into being able to do spiritual healing full time. But mm-hmm. um, I'm from Richmond, Virginia, currently in Los Angeles, moved here about four years ago for grad school and just decided to stay out here. Um, and it's been wonderful. I feel like I've grown so much and done so much work and gone through so much out here. So I feel like I'm a completely different person since being in LA. So yeah, I'm happy to be here. No, so that's the I appreciate you coming on was was like the transition from Virginia to LA like different? Like what's what's some of the things that you like about living in LA? Um, I really, really like LA. Like I feel like there's always something to do. And also, Mm -hmm. I feel like Los Angeles is very evolved in certain ways. In some ways, it's not some things do piss me off, like the homeless population, you know, the the dirty streets and some things like that. But for me, I feel like I've done some 
deep shadow work here that has allowed, I feel like LA has allowed me to do that because I've found a group of people out here that are kind of on the same journey as me. And when I first moved out here, it was like, I felt alone. Like I didn't know anybody. I don't have any family out here. It was really just me. Um, but as I started getting my, my crew together, my circle, you know, it got better. I really feel like it depends on the people that you have around you out here. Cause some people don't like it because they're like, oh, everybody's fake and everybody's this, but it's like, you got to find your people. And then once you're doing that, it gives you freedom to like explore the city. There's nature. You can go hiking. You can go to the beach. You can see the mountains from the beach. Like what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the mountains. I love water. I just love nature in general. So LA is for no, me. No, for sure. I'm, I'm definitely a big, a big, huge nature fan myself. Um, I currently, I'm in Indianapolis. So if, I have a, a few Indianapolis listeners. So if you guys are here in the city, you guys should check check out Marat Park. All right. It's very, very beautiful, bro. It's top tier. Um, and also a hundred acres if you guys like going to nature parks and stuff like that. So Siga, right? How how did you come up with your name? Does it have like a meaning or something to it? It does. So I'm also a professional dancer, which I don't post on my page anymore, but I used to be heavy like into dance. Um, Mm -hmm. and I used to choreograph my own videos, do the entire production. I did everything from, uh, wardrobe all the way up to creating the shot list with a videographer and also doing editing afterwards. And I was really in my editing bag and my dad is a director, editor, all of that for Capital One. And, um, I grew up watching him do that stuff. Like as I'm doing that, as I'm editing, all I can think about is my dad. So like, his name, his nickname is Jig. And my name that my family calls me is Asada, but Sada for short. So I was like, mm-hmm. Jig, I want to take a spin on that, you know, like pay respects to my dad because I feel like I'm coming up under him. So I was like, Jig, okay, I'm going to take the S from Sada, Sig. So some people do call me Sig. And I was like, but I want to have it. I want it to be my own. Like, how can it be from, from my dad, but still my own? So I was like, Siga. Hmm, that's that's tight. You literally created your own name. I, I really like that. And it's different. Nobody's nobody's name Sega. So you said they call you Asada, like Asada Shakur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm named after. Yeah, my oh, well, my full name is Princess Asada. My first name's Princess, mm-hmm. but my family calls me Asada. So but Sada for short. Wow, that's dope. That is that is really dope. Um if you guys don't know who Asada Shakur is, you guys should definitely do some research on her, man. She is she's the truth, bro, and and she she's the uh, a reflection of how powerful uh and how strong our goddesses and our women are for sure. So, um what ultimately led you, you know, to start your spiritual journey? Like what led you into that? Um so I was in a relationship i moved out here with my ex and Mm -hmm. i went through a breakup about we broke up like maybe two years into me being out here and i realized in that breakup that there was so much of me attached to that relationship so when we broke up i was like who am i like what what is this who am i what do i like you know what do i expect what are my expectations from others from myself what is self-love like i have all of these questions and no answers <laughs> and um the way we broke up also was like some dirty stuff happened you know like i felt very betrayed and i just felt super low like i had i was at the lowest point that i've ever been and i was mm-hmm. like i don't ever want to be here again and i want to build myself up from a place of love like a place of deep understanding of myself and others and being able to connect in ways that I've never done that before. And honestly, like 
spirit just kind of led me to everything that I needed to be led to. Um, I listened a lot to like Abraham Hicks and, excuse me, uh, Muji, Muji Baba. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but my mom, she was already on all of that. So like she introduced me to these very influential spiritual uh, speakers way before I was into it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Never really listened, you know. But then I was like, hold Mm -hmm. up, I need something to grasp onto right now. Because I didn't want to self-soothe in unhealthy ways. So I was like, what can I do? I was desperate for like information, just spiritual help. So thanks to her, I, you know, started listening to some people and I just started getting new viewpoints on life, viewpoints on how I can love myself, viewpoints on how, like where I fit in into the bigger picture and really being able to realize that me fitting into the bigger picture doesn't have anything to do with any other physical being. Like it has everything to do with me and my internal connection with my, you know, higher, whatever you want to call it. Some people call it God. I call it like my spirit guides, ancestors, um, my loved ones in heaven. And Mm -hmm. that's really, that's where it all stemmed from. And from there, I started reading books. I started, you know, doing research. I started meditating, research, inner research on myself. And from there, I've just been growing more and more. Like I'm, I'm still learning more and more. And there was a point where I was like, wow, I'm not even the same person from last week. Like I was learning so fast, reading so much. So that's how I got to where I am now. I still have more work to do and I'm excited to do that work. You know, I'm, I love, I love understanding myself deeper. Now, yo, listen, I know you're enjoying this episode. I get it, but I have to make time for the sponsorship for this podcast episode, all right? This episode is brought to you by Zencaster, y'all. Listen, Zencaster makes podcasting so easy. Podcasting remotely can be challenging, but it don't have to be, all right? With Zencaster's all-in-one web-based solution, it makes the process quick and painless, y'all. Like, the way it should be, honestly. And if you know me, you know I'm obsessed with quality. Like, I need quality things, right? And Zencaster not only provides crystal clear sound, but they also provide a gorgeous HD video as well, y'all. So y'all need to check out Zencaster. Not to mention, it's easy to use as well. <laughs> you feel me? So listen, use my code and you will get 30% off your first three months using the professional um, account, all right? So listen, go to Zencaster.com slash pricing um, slash words from RJ. That's W-O-R-D-S-F-R-O-M-R-J, all right? Go get your 30%. The link is also going to be in the description of this podcast episode. Let's get it. There's, there's no better feeling than knowing yourself. See, a lot of people... You know, people know you more than you know you. You get what I'm saying? That's that's not a that's not a good feeling. You want to be so self-aware to where you realize where you're feeling down or where you're feeling off. So you can start to, you know, go into meditation and doing cleansing. And our stories are actually pretty similar. Like I got into my spiritual journey right after a, a toxic a toxic situation. I just found myself being somebody that I wasn't and I knew I wasn't you know what I'm saying and it just led me started seeing angel numbers started learning about my chakras and then it just I got a chakra healing book then from there it was just like it was only up and I found out who RJ truly was then I learned about this this matrix that we're all in and so it was just I I can relate to a a lot of uh, things that you were just saying 
Um, I, I read when I was doing some uh, research on you, I was I was seeing that you do some readings as well. And when you do readings, you're absorbing uh, energy. So I do consultations. I do one on one consultations. I help people heal. And I also do like podcast consultations. Right. So me personally, I know that, you know, it you have to absorb a lot of people's energy. You get what I'm saying? So a lot of us, we work jobs, right? And we're constantly around people 24 seven. We're constantly around these energies 24 seven. So what are some ways that you protect your energy? Mm, great question. So with my readings and even with my one-on-one -on -one sessions and stuff, I have a ritual that I do that involves sage crystals and meditation. Um, mm -hmm. And I use that ritual to open up the portal of connection, connection with, I call in my spirit guides. I call in the spirit guides of whoever I'm giving a reading to or connecting with um, to help move forward, you know, everything that we're doing in that session. And then after the session is over, I close that portal. I close that line of communication. And I'm like, you know, I've, I've given what I can in this space. I showed up to the space fully. And now I'm going fully back into myself. And I had to learn that because... I use, well, I still kind of dabble in this sometimes, especially as a social worker in the foster care system. Like there's so many, there's so many stories and situations that you can really get emotionally wrapped up in, spiritually wrapped up in. Um, mm -hmm. But I do that because I'm like, I can't, I can't give to others if I'm not giving to myself. So I have to make it very clear. Like right now I'm giving myself to you and now I'm cutting that off and I'm, I'm back in me, you know? So, uh, but also just kind of like some, you know, maintenance throughout the week. I have a morning ritual. So I wake up, I make my tea, I do my whole little, you know, morning routine, brush my teeth, all that. And then I take time for myself. So like I meditate, I go out on my balcony, I'm journaling, reflecting. Uh, and it's so important for me to do that before I start my day, because when I wake up and I'm just straight at work or I'm straight into a reading, I'm straight into content. I feel like I'm engulfed by these things that I'm being a part of instead of taking like that hour or two at the beginning of the day and like being within me and then showing up as me, you know, showing mm -hmm. up as me into whatever space I'm walking into versus conforming to the space. So that helps me protect my energy, too. No, that's that's really deep. That's really deep. And it's so important to protect our energies, not become so a part of, you know, what we're in. You rather it's a job, rather it's you're doing one on one consultations, you're helping people heal. Essentially, you're making other people's problems your problem. You feel yeah. me? So it's like you have to be really, really careful. Um like she said, you open the portal, you close it, you know, just want to just protect yourself and protect your energy because it can, it can definitely be engulfed with some negative people be going through some stuff, man. And you just don't want that to become a part of your, part of your lifestyle. So I hear you, you talk a lot about like uh spirit guides, right? So, um, for the, for the listeners who may not know who, who are our spirit guides and like, how do we connect to them? We often seek answers, right? But we don't necessarily know, you know, where to find them. And I always tell people go within, like you already know these things. You already know these answers. You don't necessarily have to seek outside of yourself for anything. Um, you know, to an extent. Now we all need some some help with things. You get what I'm saying? So, uh, could you just elaborate on who who are our spirit guides and how do how do we necessarily connect with them? The one and only words from RJ Merch Collection, y'all. So many collections are available only at wordsfromrj.com. I wish you guys could feel 
the high quality, the premium quality of these t-shirts, of these hoodies that's only available at wordsmarj.com. Wordsmarj merch, we stand for growing mentally, physically, and spiritually, all right? So if you're one of the ones who don't like staying in the same spot, staying stagnant in your life, Words From RJ Merch is the perfect clothing brand for you. Head over to wordsfromrj.com where you can only find this merch. Can't wait to meet you there. Use promo code LIFE for free shipping. Once again, that's promo code L-I-F-E for free shipping on your whole entire order. Wordsfromrj.com. See you there. Yeah, so um, I'm sorry for the noise in the background. I'm in downtown, so it's just fine. Um, so our spirit guys, they are energies that have been in human form at one point in some dimension and some where it was in, on Earth or somewhere else. Like they have been in the human form at some point and they are now mm-hmm. within the spiritual realm. They are highly uh, elevated spiritually to be able to guide us from the spirit realm within the physical realm. Um, and you have so many different spirit guides. I know in my videos, I have like that one main spirit guide that I focus on, but you have so many, you have spirit guides that are specifically for creativity. You have a spirit guide that's specifically for work, career, money. You have a spirit guide that's specifically for, um, spiritual elevation. Like you have so many, you also have ascended masters. You had your ancestors. Like you have, when I say in my readings that you have a spiritual team behind you, I really do mean a team. And I don't think people understand. It's not just one or two, it's not just five, like it's several people that have your best interests at heart. Um, and connecting with them. So also in my videos, I know I do a lot of visual representations. Of course I have to, you know, to get the point, the message across, but I've never visually seen my spirit guides. You know, there are some people that mm-hmm. have those abilities. I just personally do not. Um, it's always a feeling for me an energy or sometimes like, they'll come to me in dreams and I'll connect with them that way. So I feel like it's never, I also do not hear them. Like I don't have any type of clear audience or anything like that. I just, I'm able to take the synchronicities and the symbols that I receive throughout the day and interpret them for what they mean. Um, so like, for example, a black crow, you know, if a black crow comes and lands right directly on your car, then I usually know, Okay, whatever plans I have going on for that day, they probably won't go according to plan. Or like if I'm about to step out somewhere and I drop something or I make a mess or something like that, I know, okay, so something's about to possibly not go right. And it's not necessarily like a a huge end of the world type of thing. It's just letting me know like, okay, be flexible, be prepared to Mm -hmm. have to switch up a little bit. Um, Angel numbers. I have created my own, not created. I've done my own like inner research, I guess you could call it for understanding what the angel numbers mean for me. People say all the time, like when I look at my angel numbers, there's all these different meanings. I don't know what, what, what they mean for me. Like for example, angel number two, two, two specifically means there's a decision that I'm going to have to make coming up soon. I'm not saying that's what it means Mm -hmm. for everyone. But over time in my journal, I'll like document, okay, I saw 222 today. What happened today? What does this look like? And over time, I've been able to realize, oh, okay, I saw 222. And then I had to make the decision to move from, um, I had to, I moved back home during the pandemic. 
and I was contemplating whether or not I was going to move back. I was definitely going to move back at some point, but I was like, should I go right now? And I saw 222. I made the decision to move and it was the best decision I could have made. So that's mm-hmm. just for me personally, I know that's what 222 means. And then 333, same thing. Um, well, specifically 33, which I have tatted on me. My grandmother, she passed away on October 3rd, three days before her birthday. And I saw 33 everywhere after that. And she was a very um, creative woman. And I feel like she is my angel of creativity. Every time I see 33 a whole bunch, I know that there's some type of creative venture that's coming up. So I think people sometimes are confused and don't know which way to go within the symbols because they're looking for other people to interpret. But you're really the only mm-hmm. person that can interpret what these numbers mean for you. You know, but you can look mm-hmm. to like a general guideline, I guess you could say. No, for sure. And I I love that. And I feel like that has a lot to do with trusting your intuition, right? Which leads to with which leads to our next question. But I do want to touch on this a little bit. Um, I see angel numbers all the time. You know, it could be two, 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 or you might look at the clock. It's like three fifty five. You might see it on a a license plate or whatever the case may be. So people, you just got to pay attention. Like these signs, whatever you've been thinking about, you see a number. Okay, what have I been recently thinking about? What am I currently dealing with? Do I need to make a decision? Do I need to remove some people out of my life? Do I need to, you know, act on this decision or whatever the case may be? You ultimately can get an idea from Google or YouTube, whatever the case may be. But I feel like ultimately you do need to, uh, you know, decide what the numbers mean to you for you. I feel like they all have a, a different meaning for, for everyone. Um, like I said, trusting the symbols and trusting the signs it has a lot to do with, you know, intuition. Um, a lot of people sometimes be like, bro, I knew it, bro. Or they'd be like, uh, something told me, to, something told me to choose this, but I didn't. Now you're dealing with the consequences for not trusting yourself. Right. Yeah. So can you kind of talk about like the importance of, you know, trusting your intuition? Because man, I've, I feel like I've learned some, some really valuable lessons for simply not trusting myself. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's really big, a part of, you know, life in general and spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think trusting your intuition is, um, I feel like usually when we focus on trusting your intuition, we talk about like these big, big events, you know, like, oh, I should have known that that person wasn't right for me, or I should have known to remove myself from this situation. But it's really all the way down to the tiniest things that will really help you to be able to tune into your intuition. So like, for example, my friend was just telling me, she was like, I, she met with someone and it was a possible business connection and she wanted to give him a business card, but she didn't have any on her. She didn't realize that she didn't have any. And she was like, I had just left the office and I looked right at my business cards. And for some reason I was like, I feel like I should bring them, but I know I got some on me, so I'm gonna just leave it. And then later on, of course, she didn't have any on her. She looked at him. She was like, damn, I I thought about it. So it's like the tiny things, like your intuition's telling you little messages along the way. And those little messages will help you to be able to be like, oh, okay, I see. Like, let me. Exactly. You know, like, let. Even, and I also want to say, it's a never ending journey. Like, even though I'm very tuned into my intuition, I still slip up, you know, or not Mm -hmm. even necessarily slip up because it's like, we're still humans. You know, there's, it's just a part of life. We're not going to catch on every single time, but at least using those Mm -hmm. small moments to kind of figure yourself out a little bit could be helpful. 
Yo, what's good, y'all? This episode, right? Words from RJ, the brand is sponsored by Slip and Grip, y'all. Listen, you ever taking a walk, you ever at work, or you ever on the treadmill working out, and your AirPods just fall out of your ears, right? Listen, Slip and Grips prevent all of that, guys. Special link in the description. The Slip and Grip ear covers, literally, I, I've never had my AirPods fall out of my ears while having these on i actually use these a lot um especially me running on a treadmill or just simply walking bro for some reason the airpods they just don't fit in my ear perfectly but until i found my slipping grip ear covers right they just slip right on and they're rubber so it's kind of like they grip to your ears so they just you know they fit nice and snug in my ears so i love them here is my airpod case right airpods are out i'm about to put them in with the slip and grip ear covers on it closes and it opens nice and easy Only available at wordsfromrj.com. That's W-O-R-D-S-F-R-O-M-R-J.com. Can't wait to see you there. No, for sure, man. Trust yourself. All right. If you're listening to this podcast, you're watching this episode, trust yourself. All right. Um, Another thing I want to touch on, uh, a lot of most of my listeners are women. All right. So I want to talk about this question is specifically for the women. All right. Um, society downgrades women like so much from people calling them bitches to um, making stripping so like normal. Um, so could you could you like kind of give maybe three tips or three ways to love yourself more as a woman slash a goddess? Like the most powerful beings on this planet are women because without them, there would be literally nothing else like yeah. And and people don't realize that, you know, women are the true power. They're really powerful. We should be, you know, respecting them more, not calling them out of uh, out of their names. Um, so, yeah, for the, for some women that's, you know, dealing with some things right now, um, I know healing as a woman could be very much different as healing from a man or building yourself up as a woman could be very much different as, you know, building yourself up as a man. So what's some tips or some ways that you would, you know, uh, that would help a woman, you know, love herself more? Yes. Um, I would say one would be that morning routine, like I said, um, mm-hmm. because I feel like as women, especially if you're a woman, of, a woman of color, like when we step into the world, people already have these ideas of us. People look at you and they assume things, you know, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's easy to take on those assumptions for ourselves. But like if you start in your day off and you didn't already journal, you didn't already told yourself how beautiful you are. You already told yourself how successful you are are or going to be. You already, you know, giving yourself those positive affirmations. It's like you've already solidified for yourself what you are. There's nobody else out there that can sway you any differently. And even sometimes within it, you know, our feelings get hurt. Sometimes we people trigger us, trigger old emotions, old things that we've already been healing or whatever, and that's okay. But for the most part, like overall, really having that morning routine to to lock yourself mm-hmm. in before you start facing the world. And it doesn't have to be an hour or two, like I said earlier. It can be 15, 20 minutes. 
you know, put the affirmations up on, I have my affirmations taped up on my mirror. So as I'm brushing my teeth, I'm, you know, talking to myself in that way. Exactly. Um, that's one. Two, I would say stop giving away your energy freely, which is something mm. that I'm realizing. And I don't mm. just mean within relationships. I mean, friendships, family, whatever, like knowing and understanding that your energy is divine and you are, you, what you, your light cannot be shared with everyone. And even if you love someone so deeply, you know, if they are in any way causing you to feel less than, if they're belittling you in any way, if they make you question yourself, second guess your decisions, I'm not saying you got to cut people off, but you might want to think about how much you're giving into that dynamic because it is depleting. And when you feel mm -hmm. depleted, it's hard to stay within you. I think Self-care in general is all about being able to stay connected with your higher self, with, you know, your, your inner love. And then a third thing, um, I would say, watch what you're taking in. Watch what you're um, putting into your body. That could be food. That could be Instagram accounts that you follow, TV shows that you watch, whatever it is. Anything that is um, adding to these ideas that you are this or you're that or you can't or that's bringing you any type of anxiety i would say lay low on it you know um there are high vibrational foods there are low vi vibrational foods i'm not perfect within this you know i have my times where i'm like yeah fruits vegetables and you know and then i have my other times where i'm going through the drive through it is what it is it's a never-ending up and down but i would say to at least be aware at least be aware mm -hmm. that Know what you need to do to be able to move from your highest self. And that means doing these these things that I have mentioned. And you don't have to be perfect in it. I'm not perfect in it. I don't think anyone's really perfect in it. It's just at least knowing what that, what that uh, like your spiritual home, like going back to home base, you know, knowing mm -hmm. what you need to do to get realigned. No, for sure. I love that. I loved every every tip that you gave, um, specifically the last one, you know, watch what you're taking in. Um, I feel like a lot of uh, women, they follow accounts or they follow women because they're so pretty, but they're not realizing that they're so done up with makeup and weave. And that's essentially teaching them to not love yourself in a way they want that model look or that model body when you should just in my opinion just love yourself who you are except you for you everyone's different so essentially you're comparing yourself men too you might see a rapper you might see a celebrity they might have jewelry stacks of money and you're constantly just comparing your life your chapter three to someone else's chapter 30 right you don't know what they did to get there you know what it took to get there right so i feel like it's just so important to just focus on yourself and love you for you i definitely feel like social media can be very toxic depending on how you use it once like you said the accounts that you follow. I had to unfollow the shade room. I had to unfollow say cheese. Uh, what's that one account? Spiritual, spiritual word. I thought that was a real ass, like spiritual account. No. Okay. That can, that account is not talking about anything. You got to unfollow these, these accounts that's bringing negative energy into your life. Um, so I love those tips. Um, just a few more questions. Let's talk about the type of readings that you do, right? Are there any do's and don'ts and any memorable experiences, uh, doing readings with people? Um, so I don't really have too much 
to share about readings because I literally just started offering readings like maybe a couple of weeks ago because I was, uh, mm-hmm. well, I was doing readings for like friends and family, but I was always second guessing, I guess, my my gift and my ability to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but do's and don'ts in terms of getting a reading or being a reader. Um, Both, maybe, but I, I think I was really asking this question as, as far as being a reader. Mm. Do's. Absolutely. Open up that channel and then close that channel afterwards. You have to. Um, I would say tuning into yourself to allow yourself to tune into the energy of the space. I have gone into readings and, you know, I'm just like, oh, the reading starts at two. I'm going to just log on at two with my cards. And it's like, no, it's it's deeper than that. It's a process. It's a, a setup. It's mm-hmm. a connection. Um, so being serious about it, you know, not just because I feel like people are. I really honor and respect when people pay their money to have a reading by me. And I'm not about to show mm-hmm. up half-assed for nothing because people really be going through stuff. You know, people really be mm-hmm. looking for answers. So just if you're going to be a reader, please take it seriously. Like these are people's lives, you know. Um, any experiences? I'm trying to think. Honestly, me starting my YouTube channel and just channeling messages, you know, because when I'm doing those readings, there's no one there specifically that I'm talking to. I'm just like, mm-hmm. in general, before the reading, I'll say, you know, spirit, please connect me to whoever this message is for. I don't know who it's for. And then posting it and getting the feedback and realizing, oh, this was for you. Like, this was for y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, that's very, I, I love that feeling. I'm just like, yes, I'm so glad mm-hmm. that I, and I always try to make my readings like powerful and I always try to say inspiring things. I'm never like, I'm not gonna say I'm never, but I I try not to focus on one specific thing. Like I'm not just gonna do a bunch of love readings. Like our life is not only about relationships, you know? I do, I try to incorporate career. I try to incorporate that internal work, like shadow work, all of that. I try to make it very uh, well-rounded, I guess you could say. So yeah. For sure, for sure. What are some what are some books, some books that you recommend uh someone's yeah. trying to elevate their spiritual journey? Give us give us give us your top three. Give us your top three. Mm, okay. So the very, very first book that I read when I started my spiritual journey was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. This book mm. have you read this? I have I, I listened to the audiobook. Okay, yeah. I um I had to do the I had to read the actual books. I don't do well with listening for some reason. But um <laughs> this book, I don't for on my second time reading it after I was deeper into my spiritual journey, I realized that I don't agree with all of the things that it speaks on. But when I was first starting off, this really helped me be able to realize that you really can do like you can create and manifest whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um Let's see. Let's see. Got to re-listen to that one. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a version. What is it called? I can't think of the name of it, but you can probably just Google it. There's another version specifically for like people of color within the diaspora. Mm. Um, And then The Alchemist. This is probably my favorite book ever. Like I reread this whenever I need to. Um, This is about basically it's speaking about the journey, the different things that you come across within your journey that whole like paying attention to your intuition and recognizing like, oh, I should have, or, you know, I could have whatever. And also I don't want to say what happens at the end. I'm going to just, I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> the Alchemist is a great book. Please get into that. And then my other books, which are over there, it's a series of books um, that really focus on how to use the energies of the earth to create all that to manifest like it talks about herbs and essential oils and crystals and all of the energies that surround them and how to use them within spells or how to just use them within your daily life to really enhance Mm -hmm. your manifestation powers um i cannot think i think it's called the the witch series dang i can't think of the name of it i'm gonna do a youtube video okay (laughs) <laughs> that's okay yeah, yeah yeah go go subscribe to the sigas youtube channel i'm gonna yes. have all her links in the description don't even worry about it okay. i got you i'm gonna have your link tree in the description cool. um and very last question any upcoming projects coming from siga and where can people find you at upcoming projects um i'm really focused right now on my youtube channel um mm-hmm. that's new i just started posting like three days ago um, I'm going to be posting readings. I already got full moon readings up there. I got readings for the month of October. Um, I'm also going to be doing a lot of dream interpretation there. So like we had these dreams, like last night I had a dream about like a, this deep ass pool, um, and looking up, what does that mean? Like water is connected to your emotions, um, colors, animals, actions that you're doing. Like we're going to be going through all of that, um, so that you can kind of have some knowledge on what your higher self your spirit guides are trying to tell you through your dreams i'm gonna be talking about mm-hmm. what is shadow work how what are some shadow work techniques that i can do journaling techniques um how to connect with my spirit guides all of that like where this whole channel is just totally about spirituality and the different aspects of it and how you can connect with it so you can find me on youtube what's the name of your channel the earthly spirit guide t-h-e-e earthly spirit guide um you can find me on instagram and on tiktok at siga s-y-g-g-a-a-a um and that's where i am right now yes ma'am yes ma'am like i said i'm gonna be sure to include all her links y'all so if you're listening on apple Podcasts, just check the description if you're watching on youtube just click the description and go check out her page go show some love y'all um i definitely appreciate you coming on the podcast it was definitely definitely an honor having you on here i learned some stuff i sure the listeners learned some stuff so once again i just appreciate you coming on here much gratitude to you of course thank you for having me the energy was so like perfect i felt like i could really tune in and say what i needed to say so thank you for having me it was great no problem no problem y'all y'all gotta stay tuned to the words marjay podcast more special features coming man i got some big stuff coming for y'all hope y'all enjoyed the episode i love y'all man peace